and welcome back to Girl Talk. I am so excited because I've got a triple threat with me today, people. Yes, you may have seen her, oh, I don't know, on Nickelodeon, on Amazon, and most recently on your current role in Fox drama series, Lethal Weapon, and coming very, very soon, you will see her kind of entering a different world. Yeah. Filled with uh, zombies in Disney Channel's original movie, Zombies 2, which Woo. of course is a sequel zombies one yeah yeah that's, that's right. <laughs> right exactly and that's coming out actually friday yeah february 14th on valentine's, valentine's day. day the one the only chandler kenny who's with us today <laughs> yes Thank girl you. exciting Hi. so this isn't our first time meeting we actually just did the zombies 2 press junket together yes. yeah we did and i knew i liked you because <laughs> i knew the girl could talk and i was like <laughs> Get on the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I love to talk. It's my favorite pastime. Do you ever feel, because it's funny, those junkets, right? Mm -hmm. So for those of you that don't know what a junket is, just go watch our Zombies 2 junket. Yeah. Just, and you'll see. You'll see. But you have very limited time together. Yeah. Maybe five-ish minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like, hi, we just met. Please tell me everything. Tell me everything that about I need you. To know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So how is it for you? I'm curious on that side. Because I yeah. can just go by my questions. But for you to give your full answer in such a limited time frame to someone, oh, that you don't even know, me, by the yeah, way, yeah, you know, yeah. at that moment, what is yeah. that like on that end? Well, I think I think junkets are really fun. Um, one of my favorite things to do is just, like, go on YouTube and, like, watch all my favorite actors doing all their press junkets. Um, just because, one, from, like, just a fun, you know, way to, like, hang out and, like, relax and see what other people are doing with their lives. But also, <laughs> too... I study junkets because a lot of times you end up answering the same questions. Mm -hmm. And so you want to come up with like a different new original answer for each one, which can be really tricky. Yep. But um, it's really interesting to see like what people do with that. So what is one question that you fear <laughs> being asked? Is that there I one fear? you're just like, okay, if they ask me this, I can tiptoe around it this way. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Oh, any like relationship questions. Okay. Everybody always wants to know, which yep. I get because I always want to mm -hmm. know. Like everybody wants to know who's with who. And like that always freaks me out because I'm like, oh my gosh, my private life. Like, right. yeah. But <laughs> speaking of, you're in an interesting scenario here because yeah. not only are people inquiring about your life because you are quote unquote celebrity famous, a part of Disney Channel. Your movie also comes out on Valentine's Day. So you all made this real easy for us hosts <laughs> out there to like grill you guys essentially yeah. on, oh, who will you be watching yeah. this with? I'll be watching Zombies 2 with my boo. Um, <laughs> and my boos are literally like my castmates. <laughs> We're all watching it together on dun, February dun, dun. 14th. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to be watching together. All together. Because we all love each other so much. And I can't really imagine like kind of like – entering this next chapter of my life any mm -hmm. other way you know I love having them by my side like, that's fun and you're 19 years old yes and yeah. the cast and crew around you they're you guys are all about upper teens right yeah 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 we are right around that age okay. that range so you guys have I guess now seen yourselves on camera mm -hmm. for years upon years yes but can you recall back because <laughs> you said you're all gonna watch it together so you must be comfortable watching yourself on camera to some degree to some degree okay. I think it gets easier over time um I used to absolutely hate it but um like for lethal weapon mm -hmm. we would live tweet every week so okay. in order to live tweet you have to like watch what's going on yep. um you know it gets easier but I still don't like it what would you say you're most critical about yourself when watching everything <laughs> everything I'm the way I breathe the way I walk the way I yeah, talk everything. yeah yeah um especially because you know like what you've done mm -hmm. so you know there's a better take there's something else that they could have used yeah. you're just kind of 
playing all these thoughts through your brain and nitpicking everything. Yeah. Me being a perfectionist, it's always been something that I've kind of struggled with. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, I of guess. Course. Like, you know, you're always striving to be better, to improve, which mm-hmm. is a great thing, but there's also a point where you should just kind of be proud of yourself for your accomplishments. And I'm really happy to say that Zombies 2 is something that I'm like actually proud of myself because a lot of the work that I watch, I'm like, ah, all right, like, you know, that was fun. It was good. I learned a lot, mm-hmm. you know, great, check. <laughs> but this is something that I can actually sit down and be like, you know what, I mm-hmm. did that and I'm proud of it. And I think this was kind of like something that I hesitated uh, with when I got the audition. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, DCOM. I don't know if that's something right. that I want to do. Just because there's so many decoms and some are more mature and some are really Mm -hmm. cheesy and um, I think all have their own respective audiences. But with zombies, I'm like, man, these are singing, dancing zombies and cheerleaders with the pom-poms. I wasn't sure how it would work out. I did see the first one because I'm good friends with Meg and I had been for years and so I watched kind of just to support her and I was – like impressed it's really super cute. because it's yeah. it's super cute it's super fun but it's also real and raw and the characters are relatable yes which is something that you don't always find in in family or like children right no of course media. So, well and the actors are all very talented which of yeah course yeah and helps. this is such like an incredible cast like i cannot stress that enough and so everybody did a really good job of diving deep into their characters and um and really just finding the truth in all of it, mm-hmm. even though we are dancing, singing zombies yeah. and werewolves, and it's this like fantastical world that does mm-hmm. not exist, but kids can still watch it and see themselves and be like, oh, that's something that I've experienced, or that's something that I've struggled with, so. And the yeah. first one, if I recall correctly, it's been a minute since I watched the first zombies, mm-hmm. but it's all about acceptance, right? Yeah. The zombies and humans have to try and the humans have to accommodate to the zombies in the first one. Yeah, Start to accept yeah. each other. And then this yeah. one, the werewolves are coming in to the picture, which we did not see in the first one. Yeah. But the interesting thing about the werewolves is, is that they don't seem to care whether or not they fit in. Right. Which I think and is so cool. It's such a cool ele- element that they bring. They really are reckless. And um, I think the most dangerous thing is when you're dealing with someone that just doesn't care. And so that's that's the werewolves for you. But do they really not care? Like, can anyone really not care? I mean, maybe werewolves. I think I Willow makes a good case for it, okay. especially like just in regards to how she views Seabrook in like mm-hmm. the society. Which is the school, right? Is that yeah, yeah, Seabrook, the school. Seabrook okay. like the like town, town community, community, yeah. yeah. And um, and she sees the zombies as you know like a group of people that have conformed to these societal norms and she's okay. so against that because the <laughs> werewolves are they represent individuality mm-hmm. and standing strong in who you are and so any little hint of mm, maybe you need to uh, compromise like your identity to fit in here like she's right. so like, nope. not for absolutely not absolutely <laughs> not would you yeah. say as you yourself, not your character, going into certain scenarios, and maybe it's even joining this cast, right? Because yeah. everyone had already been in the, a part of the first one. Mm-hmm. That you do feel this need in your own self to fit in. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Which is why I think it's such an important message yeah. for people to hear, because it's 
much easier said than done. Like, yeah, even joining the cast, I was like, well, I need to up my game. Like, I need to get on their level. Um, Who but, did you? I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. Because you knew Meg Donnelly ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, I knew Meg, but no one else. No one else. You had not really met or worked with anyone else. I actually hadn't met anybody else from the cast. Usually, I I like know people. I feel like when you're in the right. industry, you kind of have you know passing on like in, in events or mm-hmm. on carpets or whatever. But I'd never come across any of them. Interesting. Except Meg. Meg okay. And I have been friends. Yeah. And she's great. Such a doll. Lovely. Like the sweetest Absolutely. person. Oh, the sweetest. I love her so much. Anyway. <laughs> what was your... Because again, but like someone like Ariel, right? Mm-hmm. She's all over the internet. Yes. Yeah. You follow her. You don't... She, if you don't, you're going to see her on literally Forbes list. Yeah. Or you're going to see her yeah. on any If you don't know who she is, you right. live under a rock. So... <laughs> is there something... Of course, because when you look at those type of people, you do have maybe preconceived notions about what someone may be like. Yeah. So what was your I guess idea of how this cast mm-hmm. was and then actually what were they like once you started working with them that's a good question I think the first cast I I was pretty open-minded going mm-hmm. into it because when Meg found out that I booked the role she reached out immediately right. before I even hopped on the plane to Toronto and she was like hey I'm so happy that you're a part of this I love you so much I can't wait for this to happen also I want you to know that first movie we were all so nervous but we came we became this huge family mm-hmm. and you just support each other all the way through and that's exactly what's going to happen with this movie right. everything's going to be amazing everybody's wonderful and I like already trusted her so I was like all right well if she thinks yeah. these people are amazing then they must be and um as far as REL that was like a whole different thing because it's a whole I, other world whole right other world. Like, and this is a conversation that we've had so many times mm-hmm. um I I did not know what to expect because I've definitely met my fair share of people in this industry Uh and you never know what you're going to get. You really don't. You never know. It's especially with the social media world too, because there's this kind of, uh, I don't know what the word is, I guess maybe like like expectation to fit this sort of image. They have a persona in which they put out. It's a bit of like a facade sometimes. Of course. She'd admit that too. She says that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and because it's a business, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's its own world. And so I just didn't know what to expect. And I thought it was funny because on Instagram, she's this like, uh, I mean, obviously she's gorgeous, but like just kind of like super confident and like out there and like, I don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. this is me you know get with it or there's the door yep. and then in person she's like hi guys like i'm Ariel." So like yep. oh, la, la. <laughs> so would you say yeah I'm and she's like she exceeded she oh yeah no anything no she was just very different than what i thought like i i say that i'm like mildly confident i thought she was gonna just be like boom 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 like here to kick butt and yep. take names and she's, she's like okay guys so like what are we thinking? <laughs> like, uh, like if you know Ariel, you know of she's course. like just super, like oozing sweetness and like, like, oh, she's just a, she's a little angel. Like, I love her and I want to like protect her. And right. Like, you know, she's, and you guys are she's similar ages, so you guys can like be lifelong friends. Yeah, you guys absolutely. actually can have a pack. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say then because okay, you, I feel like let's talk influencers and actresses. And yeah. I was, we talked about this on the podcast a lot with guests. Is that. They, they tend to go hand in hand because maybe you grew up, let's say, on Nickelodeon or whatever it may be. And then along with that came your social media following. Mm-hmm. And then there's the opposite, right? Where people build a social media following. And then sometimes along with that can come these acting roles, someone like Baby Ariel. Right. 
And I don't want to take from her talents at all because the girl is very talented. 1,000%. But it seems kind of like she's been able to merge these worlds. Yeah. It seems like oftentimes each person has what the other wants. 1,000%. The roles end up going to the influencers a lot of time because of their following. Mm -hmm. And then, so how do you handle like that relationship? Because you are in this, you are Gen Z, you're a part of that generation where it is important. You, we want to ignore social media at times, but like yeah. followers, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. So what's your relationship with it? You have a great following too. Yeah, I uh, I struggle with that a bit just because it's more of a new thing in the industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like a couple years ago, social media didn't really play as significant of a role as it does now. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the marketing like, for the film, right? Yeah, it's extended yeah, yeah. Marketing. I mean, it, it, totally. And um, But yeah, no, I've definitely come across auditions where it's like don't submit anyone with less than 100k followers which Mm -hmm. is crazy because that has nothing to do with talent at all um and so yeah you see this very like weird thing where influencers who a lot of them are talented of course yeah and then you know a lot of them kind of just grew their their following from making videos in their their Mm -hmm. room yep which is also like its own thing and awesome and great and they are entrepreneurs and that's really hard work Way harder than a lot of people could ever. Oh, I could. I mean, it's exhausting. I don't Um, know how people do it, honestly. Right, but it's not. It's not acting, or it's not. Right. It's different because you get these big cameras, you get these big lights, and you get like a whole different crew, and it's much more intimidating. We've had people come in here before, and it's like, oh, it's different now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, it is interesting in your position how one Mm -hmm. handles that because I'm sure you do feel this pressure to grow your following one thousand percent all the time. And yeah, my publicist is always like, post more, post post more. I'm like, I'm actually out living my life like not taking pictures like trying to stay away from my phone Mm -hmm. and so it's it's interesting I think it's nice to have a blend of the two of course um and yours like it seems like a healthy blend at this point it's not like you have to put too much into one or the other they don't take from each other they kind of complement each other Mm -hmm. but yeah no it all seems exhausting to be honest it's all exhausting all day on set and then also be posting everything is a business of course so I respect influencers I respect like my fellow actors, like it's all hard work and we're all just out here like yep. grinding and doing our best. So it's, no, for it's sure. interesting to kind of navigate that. Yeah, and I think the talent, no matter what, will always rise to the top, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years and so it's it's been like a steady a steady, gradual like, grow. And so... As it um, normally is. There's it normally a is. few people here and there that go Kinda viral just, and, you know, right. are able to maintain it. But yeah. for the most part, it's the 10 years that people mm-hmm. don't see. Right. And then it's like, oh, overnight success. It's like, that was a long night. Because yeah. it was like... But like, yeah, years. you touched on like sustainability. That's yeah, another thing. That's like when you really do put in the work mm-hmm. and the time and the effort, it's easier to sustain like once you get to the other side, right. that level of like whatever, whatever fame or I don't know, well, it's like just the workload yeah. and all of it. Like it's it's a whole thing. Um, and then other times like you see people that kind of just shoot to the top and then they don't know what to do with themselves because mm-hmm. it's almost culture shock. <laughs> like, no, for sure. It's, it's a whole. Yeah. And I you may you think so you might think you want it, but then you're actually in yeah, it you, and you're like, yeah, yeah nope, <laughs> not yeah. for me. You know, so exactly. It's rough. So. But I think at the end of the day, we're all humans and we're all just like trying to figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Day by day. Day by day. <laughs> Do you remember? Because you said 10 years, the first mm-hmm. time that you said to yourself, oh, I want to be an actress. Um, For me, it wasn't necessarily like a clear decision. 
I was a dancer first, and I started okay. dancing when I was three. And I started in, like, the competitive world, like, actually going to, like, dance competitions and, like, doing that whole thing. Girl, I've seen Dance Moms. If you yeah, can make it through no, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was that. Yeah. Um, and then I switched studios and moved away from that and started mm-hmm. just really focusing and honing in on my, my craft. And I knew I wanted to be a professional dancer mm-hmm. and join a company one day. And... Then this crazy thing happened where I got the opportunity to audition for a Gap commercial, like the clothing oh, yeah. line, yep. Gap. And um, so I went in, I auditioned. This was through my dance studio, Debbie Allen Dance Academy. Okay. And so, and I booked it, and it was this crazy one-week shoot on the Sony lot, which, by the way, is not normal for you know a commercial. Yeah, I wouldn't thing. have expected yeah. that, but um, it was actually like a whole package. It was couple commercials an online spot it was it was a thing and then it went viral and it was just like youtube uh what, what are they called parodies oh, yeah. youtube parodies everywhere like everybody was talking about it and we were it was so popular that we were invited to mario lopez's extra oh wow okay. to just like do a little guest spot on uh-huh. it talk to the moose <laughs> that's the one you can type in like channel can gap moose. commercial like it comes up and so, um, but I just, I say that story just because if it had not mm-hmm. been a crazy weird experience and hadn't gone viral and like all these things can't like come from it, then I would never had gotten an agent and then never would have right. started acting classes. And then, well, and we were talking before we hit record on this about you're a triple threat. <laughs> you dance, we know of, you act, you know, of, and you just skimmed over very quickly the part where you do <laughs> sing as well. I'm not going to put you on the spot. You have to tune Thank in you. to Zombies 2 on Disney mm-hmm. uh, Channel to hear that. Yeah. But it's interesting because I always think if I was gifted by God this voice, I would see, look, I'm using it as a host because all I can do is talk and it's not, it doesn't make your ears bleed. But if I were to sing, I don't have that skill. Yeah. You're blessed with it. But you actually are someone who would do the opposite of me. You're, you shy away from it a little bit. 1,000%. Yeah, I uh, am kind of a shy person in that regard, okay. at least like with my singing. I don't sing for anybody, anywhere, ever. <laughs> so uh, the few people that have heard me sing before this movie just like heard me in the shower I guess my mom <laughs> and like me maybe like doing the dishes my brothers heard me sing and they're like oh maybe she <laughs> has something but uh no I I just I refused so. did you have to sing in this audition process yes though? okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's a little intimidating now yeah it was intimidating um funny story so Pierce and I who he plays Wyatt mm-hmm. we went in together for a chemistry read this was like the last round for last round for auditions and I had already gone in with like so many other Wyatts he had gone in with a ton of different Willas and so we finally got paired up and they asked us to sing and so he's so sweet he goes to the corner of the room and he turns around so as not to like like, make me nervous or whatever oh like the other away from you yeah like he turns away (laughs) to like give me privacy Okay, Which is I funny because, like, yeah. there's already 20 Disney yep. executives, like, watching me do my thing. Yep. So I, like, you know, do a little whatever. And then we we switch. And he's really nervous because Paul, the director, 
after I sang, he was like, oh, top that, Pierce. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Like, he's like, I'm just going to turn around now. Yeah, too. yeah. But I didn't turn around. Yeah. I just, like, watched him. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he's so good. Right? And okay. so that's something that we laugh about because I, I didn't get the memo that I was supposed to, like, give him his <laughs> privacy. <laughs> I wouldn't but, have um, there. No, he was great. And apparently I did all right, too, because we got cast in the movie. So, Okay. Yeah. Do you think then, because you said – like when you were 12, for instance, mm-hmm. do you feel as though it was more intimidating then to be in the audition room? Or do you feel as though at 19, it's actually more intimidating? It's more intimidating now. Right? Yeah, for sure. Because I, I know what could happen. Mm-hmm. I know what it would mean if it didn't happen. There's just so much more going through my brain. Whereas if I was, you know, when I was 12, it was just like, well, this is fun. And you know, I get to pretend to be someone and like it's kind do of more dance and it's a career. They ask me to yeah. do like it's just a little fun game of pr- pretend. It's kind of a hobby at twelve, so yeah. it feels like extracurricular, if you will, because For guess sure. what? You don't have rent due that month, and mom's gonna take you, you home for dinner. You don't have bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have yeah, exactly. Life still goes around the same way as it did before, right. but now are you feeling this added pressure as quote unquote this adult? You're over eighteen years old. Yeah, I mean if this doesn't work out, like I'm low key screwed. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's a bit of a pressure. I but, laugh, um, but I only laugh because like, I want to like, cry. Ah, I know, yeah, I know the feeling. True. It's so true. We can, no, uh, yeah, for share sure. a sleeping it's... bag somewhere. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. if I need somewhere to stay, I'll yeah. get you up. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's, there is like that pressure because with anything, making a commitment to something, mm-hmm. you're saying, all right, like, this is my number one. I'm going to prioritize this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that, there is risk and, yeah. um, you know, or responsibility to, to do everything in your power to yeah. get that thing, to, to achieve your, your goals. And so, yeah, there's a lot of self-induced pres- pressure, I would say. Yeah. Do you feel, and you've been a part of Disney before, but of course with Disney kind of comes this level in which you are elevated to, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of puts you on this pedestal. You guys don't notice she's on a pedestal, right? <laughs> she's higher up than me. <laughs> it just comes with Disney. And I love kids that I've met from Disney because they're polished. They, you know, <laughs> they really give well-informed answers. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, and you are 19, you're not a kid. Yeah. Do you feel that, I don't want to call it added pressure, but just this, I guess, pressure maybe you put on your own self to be this type of role model and fit this Disney mold that has been created in in a way of like to not let Disney down to not let those fans down in your personal life in a sense I would say so um I grew up watching Disney so all those those like OG Mm -hmm. Disney stars were my idols and I just wanted nothing more than to just be like them be them and so now because they're perfect literally like Like that's what you see you know you see them on their shows and on social media and they there is like this level of expectation and they always meet that um you know what you're gonna get with them for the most part i guess well it's like (laughs) i guess some people have deviated from that disney image of course like once you like i don't want to say graduate but yeah when you graduate you you can do whatever you you want want. and like more power to you you're just an example i think your character is an example so then you and your personal life are also a reflection of disney and thus you are an example yeah but But it is interesting at 19 like responsibility that definitely is there and so you know knowing that I was once one of those kids that looked up to those mm-hmm. those stars and just idolized them. Trying to comprehend the idea that I am that now for mm-hmm. other people, like for other children, yep. like impressionable you young are. children is like really yep. scary because I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> it's true. I, 
I have I have like influence mm-hmm. in some way. You do. But at least <sighs> you realize daunting. it. It's like you're paying it forward, right? It's you're yeah, at no, a point now where you're you can. always aware of. So yeah. let's okay, talk a little bit then. Are you, I'm curious, like a rule follower? You yourself. Are you someone that because your character extent. is a rule breaker. The werewolves yeah, are rule yeah, breakers, yeah. but you. To an extent, I would say. I think there's always a little bit of room little, to yeah. bend the rules. Because you got to <laughs> learn, right? Yeah. I mean. Were there yeah. rules in the house growing up? Are there like strict rules that you had to abide by? Yes. <laughs> I did not break those. I was a goody two shoes <laughs> as a kid. I was also like the youngest and the only girl. So like. I was like the perfect yeah. like little baby of yep. the family and I left all the rule breaking to my brothers. So smart. And they would get in trouble and I would get like extra dessert and so <laughs> it was fine. Like I loved that part of my life. <laughs> no, I, I would too. Who wouldn't? Um was there any like sort of rules in your house that's like, look, you need to meet these household standards that we have as a family Mm -hmm. and if you don't acting is actually no longer on the table for you was there something that you had to keep (laughs) up (laughs) yes uh grades for sure um especially at a young age my mom was like this can't this something that is so like unpredictable you cannot rely on anything in this industry it's Um, out of your control a lot of of your your control and it's not it's no one's fault it's just a business um and so I just remember that was like a thing she's like this cannot affect your grades Mm -hmm. and your education and so that's something that I've always tried to like prioritize and I was like a straight A student student through middle school and high school and so that's just something that like I would stay up if I had to work through the Mm -hmm. night just to continue doing the things that I was doing. I remember my mom loves to tell this story. Uh, <laughs> she was, she, I, I did something, whatever <laughs> I did. I I was like probably five and I maybe, I don't know, broke a rule I don't, of some sort. And she was like, you know, if you do that again, you can't go to dance class. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. taking you out of dance. And I lost it. I I was sobbing. I was so desperate to like continue dancing and like doing the things that I loved. She was beside herself and she was like, you know what? Actually, wait, hold up. I'm not going to take that away from you. Just don't do that again. But no, performing and like entertainment as a whole was always something that was so important to me. Well, I mean, when you think about it, maybe it was a good life lesson, especially Mm -hmm. in this industry, is that it can be taken away, right? Yeah. it's yeah. not always in your control. You mm-hmm. do this, you do that. Like, guess what, girl? It can go away like that, like unfortunately. That. Yeah. Well, it's not going away for her, though. <laughs> like we said. Hopefully not. <laughs> and you have a reoccurring yeah. role. We've dived in a lot, you know, about zombies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But on Fox, which is totally on the other end of the spectrum, yeah. when you think about, totally. I guess, the series itself, Lethal Weapon, would you say this is the one you're recognized for the most at this point? Fox? Yeah. The Lethal your Weapon? Your role on, yeah. 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 I would say so. That okay. was that was really fun. Um, I remember, like when we did the pilot, I had no idea how big of a deal it was. Cause mm-hmm. It's Lethal Weapon. Like I didn't, I was not aware of the franchise or the following that it had, because I was like a fifteen year old like teenage I was say, girl. Like it was the so audience a bit older than I'm mm-hmm. sure your Disney audience yeah, is going to be yeah. for sure. And so the transition from that to this was a big one, um, just because you know like primetime television oh, is yeah. very natural and like quiet and it's just how I'm talking yeah, to you now where sure. Disney is a little bit yeah. more elevated <laughs> yes. uh, and the stakes are higher uh-huh. and um, so that was a fun transition but Lethal was just like a wonderful time in my life 
for me to, it was the first series regular role that yeah. I had. And so portraying a character for that long really gave me the opportunity to, I don't know, try new things, experiment, yeah. uh, explore character arc and development in that way. And it wasn't your typical dancing, sing, you know, that we're no. going to see in this. Yeah. So, so we've seen you in that type of role now. We, you know, we're going to see you in zombies as well, too. Mm -hmm. Where, What would you like to explore next? Any sort of characters that you would, maybe that you yourself yeah. wouldn't ever do in your actual life, let's say? Yeah. But I think those live are the it most out on fun, screen. which is why I love Willow, because she's so uh, ferocious yeah. and fierce. And I'm like, if only I could walk through the halls like that. Yeah. Like, oh, the things I could do. Anyway, <laughs> I think a character that I would love to play would be, hmm, I don't want to say a villain. Like, maybe a mm. Marvel villain. Hey, there you or, go. But, like, mm -hmm. or a Marvel superhero, either Let's way. Let's hit up that franchise, girl. Yep. That <laughs> franchise yep. is where I plan to be next. That would be fun. I feel like that I would mean, kind of mold your worlds together a bit. Yeah, it would, You actually. know, you got yeah. the superhero aspect, mm -hmm. kind of the fun Disney part of it all, yeah. and then also that, like, serious life or death role, you know, that you'd yeah, be taking on sure. as well. So, but I'd be down for anything. And incorporating my different skills, I guess, like dancing and singing was so much fun. So getting to do that with martial arts Wait, would be really say, cool. Wait, I was going to say, Annie, you've done yeah. martial arts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a black belt here in Taekwondo. Here she is. You're welcome. So. Anyone looking <laughs> for that character right here. I'm right here. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, quickly, I just want to hit on fame because mm -hmm. you have been a part of so many different reputable got networks when I come to think of it. You've got Disney. I've said Nickelodeon before. Like Amazon. Amazon yeah. She's yeah. hit them all. Like, you've hit pretty much a lot of the I've boxes. Just made my rounds. Yes. <laughs> so my question with that is, what would you say on both ends of the spectrum? Mm -hmm. The upside of fame and then also something you realized that was the downside of fame. Excuse me. Mm. I guess an upside would be the influence mm -hmm. that we were talking about. Just... I feel like everybody wants to make a difference in the world. Yeah. And so having a platform like gives you the, abil the ability right. to do that, which is something that I do not take lightly. So the things that I yeah. get to say and promote and, you know, bring into this world automatically, automatically kind of have that group of people yeah. that will hear it. Whereas mm -hmm. like, I know some brilliant people that just don't have like a platform. No, it's true. And you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Fame is very weird, but I guess that's something that's really cool, and I yeah. love, you know, I get to talk about, I have um, an organization, right. and so, I know that. yeah, um, philanthropy is something mm -hmm. that's really important to me, so that's something that I get to talk about, and more people get to learn about it, um, especially with this demographic, it's really cool, because it's like, they're young, and Very, so, yep. just to introduce people to that, I guess, is cool. And throw out really quickly where everyone can either. Yeah, Chandler's Friends, and um, Chandler. Chandler's underscore friends on Instagram, but we're doing a lot more fun projects with that later this year, but okay. I will, uh, I guess you could stay updated there. As far as a downside yeah. goes to fame, I would just say, hmm, your world becomes pretty isolated. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I don't understand. I get it. Like, mm -hmm. I, but it's hard to swallow it. Like, it's hard to comprehend it. Because yeah. You don't really know how it happens. But, like, yeah. one, you automatically become more protective and, mm -hmm. and private. The so walls start going up a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just, like, it's just a, like, defense mechanism, I guess, or, like, a way to cope mm -hmm. with, like, you know, because you do come across people that you don't really know their intentions yeah. or, like, why they're talking to mm -hmm. you. 
So there's that. And do you remember the first time you realized that? Like, oh, the first time I realized that. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't to know call the- anyone out. Just like, just like, or just <laughs> well, like, like, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Susie Q. Okay. Susie Q. John Doe. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't remember the first time, but I remember it became more of a reoccurring thing. Um, like in my teen years, which is like the worst time because yeah. there's already so much changing. Mm-hmm. So you don't know who to trust. You don't know who's in your corner. You don't even know yourself. You don't that even know well yourself. Yet, right? So so that's that's a thing. But um, yeah, I guess yeah. What do you use? It's as not a so gauge. isolating. I feel like no, like, but it can be. I hear you. Yeah, it's like a you have your. I have my tight knit group of mm-hmm. people okay. and like my community, and I love them. And I have my family, and I have. Um, people in the industry too that get it and I have like you meet more people every day so it's it's not like let me not say it's a bad thing because it's like (laughs) I don't know it's a weird world but it's amazing and wonderful and I have like the best things to say about it so no it looks like you're navigating it really well yeah but with I guess kind of on that topic you do keep your world smaller in a sense because of you'll you want to protect yourself to you know a certain degree but Mm -hmm. also because what people think of you because you do have this influence matters, right? So my question is, how do you deal with the way in which people think of you? I don't think you can. (laughs) No trick. Honestly, because I feel like that's a question that I've struggled with. I know a lot of my friends have struggled with. Not even being in the industry. This goes for anybody, you know, like struggling to figure out like what people think of Mm -hmm. you and having that be like a constant worry and um I think the best thing is just to kind of focus on you and do you read the comments or just kind of I try not to okay you know sometimes if I'm feeling I hear that answer a lot type of way and you know I'm just kind of whatever like I'll read them and I'm like all right well you know it's fine I'm gonna go eat some ice cream and (laughs) like whatever you can tell when you're scrolling like by the emojis like maybe how it's gonna go yeah you're like ah maybe "Ah, scroll past that one is that a red heart (laughs) okay I'll read yeah Um, yeah yeah but um yeah I think for anybody that's not even just like a fame thing it's just like you can't worry what people think of you because you can't control that like I focus on controlling or just worrying about the things that are within my control yeah I mean, I don't think there's any better way to end it than that. I mean, thank you. We love you. Make sure, again, I want people to be yeah. following you with your journey and also yeah. make sure you catch zombies. That for sure. Yeah. On Friday, Valentine's Day. Friday, zombies too. Valentine's Day. And then you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and all the things um, at Chandler LK. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening and we will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye.